When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center, One Church in Global Locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. Turn your Bibles to Romans 10. I want to, I'm here on divine assignment. I want to speak to you, but I also want to speak to him. And I hope that by the time I leave, you recognize how God loves you to bless you with a man of God like this. I wish I had somebody that understood what I was saying. In Romans 10, and there are two other passages of Scripture I want you to write down uh, that will, uh, we're not going to go there and read them, but they're going to coincide with where I'm going today, and that's Jeremiah 3 and 15 and 16. Write that down. And Jeremiah 23 and 4, God says in Jeremiah 3, and I give you pastors after mine heart. (laughs) God said, when I gave you this gift, It came from my heart. And it's designed to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Jeremiah 23, he says, and I give you shepherds or pastors. He says, and I give them to you for the purpose. Watch this now. He says, I'll raise them up and they will. They, they will tend to you and you'll no longer be afraid nor terrified. And this is what God is saying to you. He says, I want to give you shepherds who will care for you and you'll fear no more. You'll be dismayed no more and neither shall there be any lack in your life, declares the Lord. But Romans 10, watch this now because I'm going in a, a semi-strange direction this morning. It says strange direction. Say, but you'll get it when we get there. In Romans 10, he says these words in your Bibles, and when you get it, say amen. In Romans 10 and verse 1, he says, Brethren, so you know he's trying to speak to believers, but then he says something that sounds like an oxymoron. He says, My heart's desire. And my prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, hmm, but not according to knowledge. 
for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, they made a mistake because they have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now drop down to verse 13 because this is where it gets good. He says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how shall they call in him of whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a, a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, the gospel of shalom. The gospel of nothing lacking, nothing missing, nothing broken, and all is well. <laughs> and bring glad tidings of good things. If I had a moment to parenthetically insert, you shouldn't have an attitude when you come up in here. You should be glad when they said unto you. Not mad, not sad, not acting bad, but look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad when I come in here. He says they preach glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, who hath believed our report? Now watch this. This is where you put a stick pen in it. He says, so then faith comes by, you can help me, and hearing by. I want to talk about for a few minutes today the one thing you can't have without him. The one thing you cannot have without a man of God in your life. Be seated. I'm good. Just stay with me when we get ready to take flight. I don't think it a revelatory announcement if I tell you that we are in an age where people are looking for relationship without responsibility. There is a mass influx of the mindset of people who are trying to have a relationship with God that they are separated and segregated from the relationship with the church or with the man of God. And it's simply because they don't understand the rules of engagement. I don't know about you, but I'm growing exacerbated with Facebook fellowship. And while I know there is a necessity for streaming sanctuary, uh, it was never meant for technology to replace relationships. And so for all of those people that are comfortable staying at home and just streaming you when they write down the road or write within the city, let me tell you why they do that. Because why, why, why buy, buy the cow when you can get the milk 
for free. Ain't nobody going to talk to me up in here. I, I, I know that wasn't deep. I know that wasn't revelatory. I know that wasn't unique. But what I'm trying to tell you is that too many people are in the comfort zone of getting relationships without responsibility. And that's simply because we want availability without accountability. The Apostle Paul in this text begins talking to the people of God that, and, 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 and it's kind of strange language because he begins by acknowledging brothering which is an endearment term for those that are an essential part of the faith. But then he goes on to say my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Now, the reason I had a problem with that in, in the initial examination of it is because I thought Israel already was saved. I thought they were the chosen people of God, which then lets me know that you can look saved. Y'all ain't going to talk to me, but not really be saved. Why? Because he said that they have a zeal of God, an expressive, exertive energy, but they are not uh, submitting themselves to the knowledge of God. Isn't it amazing that people want the shout, they want the dance, they want the clap, they want the hands lifted up, they want the song, but they don't want the knowledge that goes along with it. Then he goes on to say, for they being ignorant, watch this now, because I ain't got but a few minutes. He says, for they being ignorant. Now, one of the things we don't like about the word ignorant is just it makes you sound, it's a demeaning, derogatory word that makes me sound stupid when ignorant ain't got nothing to do with how smart you are. But ignorant comes from the etymological origin of the root word to ignore, which means you will hear hear the word but you won't add here to the word because you want the victory of the word without putting value in the word I, 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 I told you we're going to 33,000 quick here and I, I ain't got a lot of time but he says he says for they being ignorant uh, 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 have not submitted themselves uh, uh, to, uh, to the knowledge of God he says I don't just want you to be excited when you come to church but I want you to be enlightened when you leave the church and you cannot do that if you don't understand what the church is all about because there are some people in this place God said watch this now I give you pastors after mine own heart now the word heart comes from the Hebrew word write this down lev in the Hebrew lev which means the seat of my emotions my intellect my will and my desire now what he's saying to you is that there are a a lot of people uh, I sense when I was flying over Denver that are dealing with some emotional drain right now uh, and, 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 and you feel like uh, and, and this is what bothers me about the emotional drain that you feel is coming from a whole lot of places uh, but you identifying it at the church 
What do you mean, man of God? You say, well, ministry is wearing me down. Ministry is draining me. Oh, I'm just getting so tired. I feel like I need a sabbatical. Well, first of all, a sabbatical ain't a break from God. A sabbatical is a run to God. Watch this now. And, and so he says that, 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 that the only way I can learn how to control my intellect, my emotions, my will, and my desire is that I need a man of God in my life who can put perspective uh, around what I'm dealing with. Uh, see, I guarantee you, you carrying something that ain't got nothing to do with God because God said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Uh, touch your neighbor and say it wouldn't be heavy if it was his stuff. So, 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 so watch this now because as I, as I deal with this, I, 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 watch this now. We're going, we, we're going 33 quick. Watch this now. The Bible says, so then my faith comes by my hearing. He says, he says, my prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Well, what do they need saving from and what do they need saving to? Well, let's erase the from for a minute because we always trying to point out what people are doing wrong when if you teach them to live right, They'll overshadow their wrong. When you teach a person to love God, they start growing automatically because they start seeing a better version of themselves. Don't nobody need you to point out to them what they're doing wrong. Look at your name and say, baby, I already know it. Matter of fact, there's some stuff about me you ain't got no idea. That's why I come up here and in here and I shout because God done brought me through some stuff you didn't even understand. Now watch this. So, 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 so when I think about all of the things that I'm able to ascertain and to acquire, there's one thing that I cannot have without the man of God in my life. And so what is that one thing? Well, Paul fast forwards and says this. He says, so then your faith, watch this now, comes by your, and your hearing by. Now, watch this. Jeremiah says, I give you pastors after my own heart who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, watch this now because knowledge is not about you getting information. Knowledge is about you getting revelation. And, Jer and Proverbs 29, 18 says where there is no vision, the people perish. In other words, what it means is where there is no visionary or no revelator, people cast off moral restraint. In other words, if I ain't got somebody to speak in my life, do you know how to commit a homicide or suicide by now? If I ain't got somebody to tell me God will make a way, do you know how to throw in the towel, left my marriage, quit my job, gave up my assignment? Thank God for the man of God. So where there is no revelator, watch this now, no visionary, people cast off moral restraint. In other words, they lose sight of their boundaries and their possibilities. Watch this now. So faith defined, he says, if I can't have that without the man of God, I really got to know what that is. And this is where it gets deep. See, because we use faith under the guise uh, of the Greek term of the word pistis, uh, which means uh, based upon or predicated upon my belief system. Uh, the reason why my faith can't be relegated to my belief uh, is because, baby, my beliefs change from moment to moment, week to week, uh, situation to situation. 
and experience to experience. Uh, let me show you how I know. Uh, I used to be that one if I talk to you, just holler out your say amen. Uh, I used to be that one that said, child, I wouldn't put up with that. Uh, I used to be that one. Uh, I used to be that one say it wouldn't be me. Uh, I used to be that one say I'll never eat that. Uh, I used to be that one that thought all church folk were really saved. But when you go through enough, your experiences change. And so do your belief system. So watch this now, watch this now, watch this now. So, so, so what happens is, is this. Uh, faith defined is the word emunah in the Hebrew, E-M-U-N-A-H, which means uh, I'm in a relationship now where I can trust God and God can trust me. So watch this now. What he's saying is, is that if I can't have faith without the hearing and hearing without the word of God and how shall I hear without a preacher, I can't even get in a trusting relationship with God where God can trust me if I don't have somebody to feed me with knowledge and understanding. I'm preaching and you ain't saying nothing. Uh, watch this now. So, so, so he, he identifies uh, in the text uh, four things that cannot, the four things that is affected uh, when I don't subject myself uh, to coming to hear the man of God. Uh, can I get a towel for a minute? Watch this now. There are four things that's affected in the text uh, and we're going high fast. Watch this now. The first thing that affected is my prayer life. Uh, the Bible says, uh, how shall they call on him in whom they have not heard. Watch me now. James 5 and 13 says call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him with the anointing of the oil. But the prayer it ain't the oil that do it. But the prayer offered in faith that does it shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. You can go on your own and try to get your prayers answered without your man of God if you want to. But the Bible says, how shall they call on him who they have not heard? First thing is my prayer. Second thing, my perception is affected. Wait a minute. How shall they believe in him? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they call on him of whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? In other words, my belief system is warped and it's affected. You remember Mark chapter 9, don't you? When Jesus goes to the man and the man has a boy that Jesus heals and Jesus Jesus asked a question, how long has he been this way? The reason I had a problem with his question is because you're all God, all man. Too much God to be man, too much man to be God. You're supposed to know that already. Well, he wasn't asking because he needed an answer. He was asking so that the miracle could be identified. That after all you done, after all you went through, after all the doctors you've seen, when you brought him to the man of God, God, everything was made better. Look at your neighbor, said neighbor, bring it to the man of God. 
Now remember, this was Jesus in human flesh. Watch this now. The third thing that's affected is your position. Uh, what do you mean, man of God? Well, without a preacher, a designate, uh, what happens is, uh, is that I will lose my status and my position, not because uh, I just lost it, but I will be fool enough to abandon it. You put up with more at your church, at your job, than you dare to do at church. You put up with more from a heathen than you do from the holy man of God. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. You remember the prodigal son, don't you? He comes to his dad because what happens is is that when you become prodigal, what does that word mean? That means you start looking for sloppy seconds and sloppy substitutes to substitute for what God put in your life. Ain't nobody gonna talk to me. When the prodigal son went to his daddy, he said, give me all that belong to me. He looked at him as a daddy, so he felt a sense of entitlement you think that the man of God is supposed to do stuff for you when all he's supposed to do is give you the power to go get it done wait a minute watch this now so the prodigal son he leaves and the bible says he spends all of his money on righteous living now isn't it amazing when you run out of your cash your friends are going to disappear So what does the scripture say he does? Because he was used to being connected, he goes and finds him a sloppy surrogate and he connects with a citizen of that country because in his mind, he still needed to be fathered. Ain't nobody gonna talk to me. So watch this now. The Bible says he connects with him. But the problem is, is the word of God says, you can find many teachers, but you only got one father. Ain't nobody gonna talk to me. And the Bible says, watch this now. When he goes and he connects to that other fella, somebody say that other fella. See, you can find another fella. But he ain't gonna see the prince in you. He ain't gonna see the king in you. He ain't gonna see the queen in you. He ain't gonna see the daughter in you. He ain't gonna see the son in you. So now here you got a prince of God tending the pigs, tended to him so long, his appetite started changing. Isn't it amazing? After all this teaching you do, and after all this words you give, they'll go and sit up under Joe Smo, who ain't saying nothing. That's because when their attitude change, their appetite change. I'm preaching and you ain't saying nothing. Watch this now. The Bible said, baby girl, can I throw something at y'all daughters? That's why when that man leave you, he go get with that no good hussy. Because his appetite changed. And you sitting up wondering what she got and I ain't got nothing. He was around pigs, so he desired slop. Ain't nobody going to talk to me up in here. So the Bible says, 
no, I better not do that. I better not watch this. So watch this now. The Bible says he would eat the swine, but then the Bible says he came. He remembered the lessons of his father. And he didn't let his pride get in the way. He said, I left a son, but I'm coming home a servant. I know this is homecoming day. Some of y'all ought to come on home. Look at your neighbor said, get back from where you lost. So watch this now. The Bible says when he ran, when he was coming to his father, one man saw him as nothing but swine feeder. But his father saw a prince afar. Let me close this thing. Y'all ain't happy to Watch this now. Look at your neighbor and say, you getting ready to be seen afar off so the last thing that's affected is not only your prayer not only your perception not only your position but when you don't have a man of God in your life your power your power Tell your neighbor your power is affected. Can I get a witness here? My grandfather, my granddaddy told me about a guy who went to a chop shop and the gang went in there to buy a car and the guy said to the chop shop dealer I need a one of a kind vehicle tailor made just for me he said mister can you do it the guy looked at him and he said to him if you can dream it and you can pay for it I can do it your will my hands can I get a witness here and then he looked at him and said but remember this one thing you're gonna get what you ask for and what you pay for I wish I had somebody here the man looked at him said I want a red Lamborghini can you do it your will my hands he said I want dual sunroof I want power windows I want leather seats hydraulic doors 22 rims with low profile tires I want dual exhaust I want it to be an automatic he said and I want the top of the line sound system I want bluetooth hand free capability I want CD ready Sirius and Pandora I want screens in the headrest with DVD capability I want a hot spot in it for Netflix and Amazon I want it to have separate 
overrated adjusting air. I want it to have a rear view and overhead cameras. I want it to have self-parallel parking. I want the paint to be the highest quality. I want it to have secret compartments, two rear. I want it to have two backup tires, exterior mirrors, keyless entry, push button startup, power steering. I wish I had somebody and I like it to have Bluetooth headphones for the TV and hands-free talking. He said, can you do that? The man said, yes. Can I make a suggestion? He looked at the man and said, no, that's all I need. Do I have a witness here? And so he said, one more thing. I want it delivered. Stay where you were, son. I want it delivered at my door right there. And he looked at him. And a few days later, he come from work. The Lamborghini is sitting in the driveway. And he looked at it. He said, oh, And he goes inside, gets in his play clothes, comes back out and get ready to go party. He pushed the start button and nothing happened. He said, wait a minute. It's got to be something wrong. Let me put my foot on the brake. And he pushed it again. Nothing happened. He said, wait a minute. It must not be in park. And he put it in park. Push the button. Nothing happened. And he did it again. He says, one more thing. Maybe I need to put the emergency brake on. So he put on the emergency brake. Push the button. And nothing happened. He called that man and said, Mister, you done lost your mind. You done gave me a car that will not start. He said, Why does it not start? He said, You asked me for everything. And I told you that there is one suggestion. And I thought you had it because you act like you knew better than me. So he looked at the man and said, I gave it all of the amenities, all of the exteriors, but I did not put the engine in it because I thought you wanted a show car and not a go-car. Well, guess what, Harvest? I got an engine for you. Yay! Yes! Yay! Give your neighbor a high five and said, neighbor, thank God for the man of God. Shout yes! Yay! Somebody say yeah. How many glad you got a man of God to speak faith in your life? Don't fight him. Follow him. Do you remember what you were like? when you didn't have a man of God. 
people on your job that take you for a weakling better be glad you got a man of God. You want to tell them, honey, you don't know if it would have been me a year ago. Am I talking to somebody? Baby, if it would have been me, you would have caught me six months ago. But you get what you ask for and what you pay for. Oh, it's quiet up in here. That's why 2 Samuel 8 and 8 said we got to bring the man of God, son. Because I can't have him on top and living on bottom. Beloved, while you stand in this room, listen to me closely. You need the man of God. Can you imagine a world without a preacher? See, some of us up in here right now, we ain't always look like this. And if you don't want me pointing you out, I'm talking about myself. I ain't always look like this. Y'all ain't hearing me. I ain't always been praying for folk. I laid hands on the sick, but it wasn't in the right way. And I tell them why I'm laying hands. You're going to recover. And they say, I know it. Are you hearing me here? Our lives have drastically been elevated through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is why the Bible says, that to them that preach and teach the word of God, they're worthy of double honor. See, one of the things you got to get back to is understanding that the enemy uses your warfare with money to bankrupt your possibilities. That's why you struggle with it. This the only place where we think giving is a scheme is at church. You ain't never went in the restaurant and they brought you what they call a check, which ain't nothing but a bill, and talking about all y'all ask for is money up in here. You ain't never went to the doctor's office talking about I'm sick and don't want to pay the copay, talking about that's all y'all talk about is my money. God is trying to teach you a principle through giving. Because he's only asking you to give back a portion of what he gave to you. He's trying to teach you the principle of management, which is stewardship. I'm done. But once a year, watch this now. The government knows that the men of God are so valuable that they designate October as clergy month. Sinners do that. Because they know it's a whole lot of people will be in the penitentiary was it not for the word of God. Watch this now. So you have one opportunity to pause. I know you do your love offering every week, but one opportunity to pause and really say to the liberators of our spiritual freedom, sir, thank you. Not with just a bow and a yes, sir, and a sir, may I. All that's respect 
and without order you have chaos. So for those of y'all who think he just doing too much. Do the military do too much when they stand in there? Yes, sir, and they salute everybody that pass by. Do the government do too much when they have an agent stand by a trash can for 24 hours because the president is going to pass by? Why do we fight order in the church? Because we're products of chaos. And be honest with it, sometimes you feel more comfortable in chaos than you do in order. Chaos, you expected that. Order, you got to create that. I just said something, you didn't catch it. You'll catch it on the way home. And you don't shout in your car and be running off the road. What you talking I just thought about something the man of God said. So listen, this is what I'm asking you to do. I know you got to pay your tithes and all that, but shouldn't you just pause once and say to this man, thank you? And make sure that one day in his whole year of serving, I, I listen, I consider myself a hardworking preacher. I'm talking about hardworking. But this man challenges my survival. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say that I'm not kidding you he the hardest this man has he, he made me have to go to back to the drawing board say wait a minute okay I've been playing work cause I'm just not to be outdone and I told you ain't gonna outwork me we gonna be in the grave right beside each other tomorrow. I want, no you didn't So this is what I want before I leave here today. I want, say, I want 100 people, say 100 people, to sow a $100 seed. I want to bless this man today. Now, listen. In the scriptures when he said, he said, we got to go to a man who can show us our wealth. I was so blessed when I saw Bishop doing the business builders course thing. You know why? Because whether you believe this or not, because he's so detailed if there's one person can show you how to take nothing and turn it into something it's your pastor experiences are what people love the most about travel Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.